Today's episode of InVibe Life Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What I've tried to do going into my family gatherings is intentionally try and see love in everybody else that's going to be there, mm-hmm. right? Um, intentionally choosing joy, but that is, I am choosing to see their hearts. I'm choosing to see joy today. I'm choosing to have fun. Mm-hmm. And if I put that into my expectations of the situation, then wow, it drastically changes it. Mm-hmm. You know, it usually makes for a great holiday. And I think that's important is to set that clear intention um, with yourself. And sometimes what helps me if I, you know, have a, sometimes you have a hard time finding love and joy in mm-hmm. some other people that might, you know, that might irritate you or whatever. Then I go back to my gratitude list. Welcome to the In Vibe Live podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. And we're grateful that you're here. Hello, and welcome to the In Vibe Life Conversations podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. We are here right before the holidays roll in this year. And November, I love November. We have some great weather. It's my favorite time of the year. And it's your birthday month. It's my birthday (laughs) month. It's Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday month. But it's also a time when I think stress starts to roll in to a lot of people's lives. And we've been talking about that lately. And we have been talking about a lot of the things we try to do to... Um, mitigate that stress a little bit. And I think I'm more conscious of it this year, maybe even than in some past years. And so we wanted to talk about that today, like how we can employ strategies to bring balance into our holidays, because it's a long six weeks or so. If you have cortisol running through your body or stressing you out all the time um, for that long period of time, that's why a lot of people you know, maybe either love or don't love the holidays. It feels like it can be a very polarizing time. Right. And we, you know, I think want to let you know you're in control. Yeah. Now I love the holidays. Uh I do. I absolutely love them, but I do find that I get a whole lot more stress and I almost like I bring it on myself a little bit. Right. And so Therefore, I'm super grateful we're doing this podcast because it just reminded me that I really need to do some of the tips that we've come up with. Mm -hmm. And so Amy and I made some lists and we started with some, I guess you would say practical, concrete things that maybe we've done or we've heard other people have done. Um, 
or things we want to do to just make this whole season go a little bit smoother. And so I guess Amy kind of put this out already with her Thanksgiving prep article. Yeah. So go check that out. It's up on the website already. Um, just how I love to cook Thanksgiving dinner. And one of the reasons it doesn't stress me out anymore is I have a system to stay really organized and to um, divide it into smaller tasks on a day-by-day basis. Well, you start early. I start early. You start mm-hmm. early. And I also, if I had to bet, I bet you've already started on Christmas. Come on. Um, Don't let I've, me down. I've bought some gifts. See, that's good. But we have not yet decided if we're traveling for yeah. the holidays or not. So I don't yet know what Christmas is going to look like. Yeah, but see, here. that's good. You've mm-hmm. started already mm-hmm. buying gifts. So that's what I mean by start early. Um, I am a complete victim of not starting early. It, it gets to like two weeks before Christmas. I've got a list of 30 people and I haven't done anything. I used to never start early, and then I just, I don't know, I was so stressed out in those days okay. before Christmas. So that's been, well, the two things I think have made me start earlier. One is um, just wanting to pace it out so that I really enjoy that time around Christmas when my kids are out of school and maybe we're traveling, maybe we're not. I don't want um, to not really embrace and savor those moments yeah. because I have those other items of stress do. coming in. So it's it's an intentionality of what do I want to feel like in those weeks around Christmas when I have everyone with me. And the other very practical thing that made me start buying gifts earlier is like Cyber Monday. I mean, I know oh, that's, that's silly, good. but I mean, at first, even two or three years ago, just that Monday after Thanksgiving was early yes. for me. I really yes. used to burn it till the very end, uh-huh. but then realizing some of the deals I could get right. on items for loved ones or my children or things like that. And now those savings are getting earlier and earlier. And I feel like, well, I want to grab them while they're still out there and before I miss out on them. And then, which goes into another one of our full. tips, budgeting. Yeah. Okay. So that's first, let's start with organization. I think We've already started talking about this, but our first tip for bringing balance to your holidays is what we said for that Thanksgiving article, start early and plan ahead. Be organized. So Mm -hmm. organization. Mm -hmm. And so we already talked about... Part of that planning is your money. Start, yeah, start early is one. Mm -hmm. And I think make a list. Uh, You know, whether it's what you're cooking for a big meal or your Christmas list or something like that. And that's one of the ways you can get to that budgeting that you're talking about. Because if you have a list and you're looking at and knowing what you need to get or what you're going to get, you can assign a dollar amount Mm -hmm. to what you would spend for the person or the item that you're choosing. Right. That you would like to get. And again, I'm going to just say again, I know that I tend to, if I'm well in advance I will stick to a budget. If I'm a couple days before and stressed out, I start to feel like whatever it takes to just get this off my to-do list. And I will way overspend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even for planning a big meal. That's where I'll just say, well, I know I can call this place to make up this tray for me or this pie for me or whatever. And I'll I'll buy more stuff that I could mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. do for a lower cost myself, which I think is a good... Tip two is allow for help, whether it's outsourcing to other people you pay or, you know, even if it's 
the bakery instead of making the pumpkin pie. But um, also, you know, let other people do some of the work too. I think another good tip is schedule your important important appointments, whether that's your schedule yourself, like write it down, today I'm going to go for a run. Or this week I need to get three runs in to keep my mental health where I need it to be. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I have my Pilates on Thursdays and I'm not going to miss it. Right. Unfortunately, this year, all of our holidays fall on a Thursday. <laughs> um, or I'm going to reschedule, you know, just things that you know you need. I need to meditate during the holidays. So I'm going to put that on my calendar so that I, oh, that's I a good see idea. it, mm-hmm. you know, that you see that on there instead of just thinking in the back of your head, you want to do it, actually write it down. Well, and speaking of scheduling and planning ahead, Call your hairdresser early, you know, things like that. You're, you know, get your nails done or whatever those things you're hoping to get done beforehand. You know, you're going to do it. Make sure it's on the calendar because they book up. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. Because they're not working as much either. Mm. Oh, especially this year. I mean, it's like that every year, but then Mm -hmm. especially this year, you have reduced capacity in a lot of salons, even if it's your dentist, you know, don't. Don't put yourself last. Make sure you, you keep all of those appointments for yourself. And um, definitely, you know, you might even have insurance um, deductibles that you're still meeting. So, so yeah. get all those appointments planned out. Yep, exactly. In advance, too. And so, another good organizational tip is clean out your fridge or yes. clean your desk. You work on your physical space, not getting so cluttered. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get cluttered at this time because it's the last thing that we do. It's like, and, and this week has been, a, I've been a perfect example of that because I've been so busy running from one place to the other and getting home late and then having other obligations when I get home. The laundry has piled up, you know. It's just, there's just knickknacks all over our living space that need to just be put away, right? And living with me being the only girl in the house, it doesn't happen a whole lot. Yeah. Right? You know, and it's interesting. I also, um, you know, I think it kind of frees up energy when you get rid of the clutter too. It just, I mean, that's why when you've organized your closet, I think a lot of people feel like this. I know I do it just feels so much better when you walk into it or I did this. I just last night I did this in my refrigerator and freezer is, you know, today was trash day. So last night I went through saying, all right, I need to really look at what shouldn't be in here any longer because I'm about to start buying some of my Thanksgiving items and it just feels better to open it up. And I even invited my friend over last week and opened up my fridge and said, look what I did. I was so (laughs) proud. And then in the background, Stephen goes, it's really just a lot cleaner. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. These are sections. Yeah. Yeah. This is the condiment section. This is the, you know. So he, I'm not sure he appreciated my sections, but he did appreciate that, you know, there mm-hmm. wasn't food on the shelf anymore. And so this <laughs> might be a good time if you haven't done it before. Um, use the calendar on your smartphone. Yeah. Um, make a to-do list, whether it's digital or in whatever works purpose. For you. Yeah, maybe... Mm-hmm you know, have a journal that, you know, we love journaling for personal reasons, but even just for those lists of items or what you need to do, if you have it all in that one place, you're less likely to lose it than a single piece of paper, I find. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I use a hard calendar and I'll put my post-its on the calendar. 
Oh, that's a good idea. You know, that that helps me. So another thing that we find people deal with more during the holiday season is aches and pains in their bodies. Do they really? You Com- see more pain during the holidays? Oh, completely. Oh, wow. Well, stress brings on inflammation, mm-hmm. right? And so that could cause gut issues or even just muscle skeletal issues. People that um, neck and shoulder pain is the biggest right. response people have, whether it's stress or it's carrying extra bags, carrying heavier bags, traveling with those bags. So I tell people to just choose wisely what you, if you're traveling or if you know you're going to be at the mall all day uh-huh. or whatever your thing is, make wise choices. That being said, when you have a purse that you're carrying, Use a crossbody purse during the holidays. Yeah, I just switched to one. Yeah, one just on one shoulder is hard. Mm -hmm. And then also a good tip I tell people is make your purse small because it's not very much real estate inside that purse. So you'll choose wisely what you're going to put in it. Am I going to bring an extra tube of lipstick? No, I'm not. Am I going to even need to put on lipstick because we're all wearing masks? Right. No, I'm not. (laughs) So you, you... you can make better choices. And I know that sounds silly to like ditch one tube of lipstick, but when you start looking at the, oh, I need to bring a fingernail file. Oh, I need to bring... And any men out there listening right now are probably thinking, what are they talking right. about? But every single woman listening knows how badly your shoulder will start to hurt yes. when your purse is heavy yes. and you have a full day out there. And so say you don't mm-hmm. have a crossbody, you just have your purse, switch which shoulder you have it on. Mm-hmm. throughout the day. And that's going to feel very weird because if you start paying attention, you probably only put it on one shoulder and the shoulder you put it on, you probably hike that shoulder up into your ear a little bit so it doesn't slip off. Right. So if you put it on the other shoulder, it just shakes up the system and what you're used to. And that's kind of good, if, especially if you know you're going to be out for a long time during the day. And I know you're also a big believer with travel and rolling bags. Oh, completely. Rolling bags, small bags, Multiple bags if you need a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that huge oversized bag, check it if you have one of those. Mm-hmm. Don't carry it and just take your chance that they might lose it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't put your valuables in it. You know, that right. sort of stuff. But um, don't try and force a carry-on if you don't have to. Right. Just go ahead, check those things, try and not deal with anything that's too heavy. I love when the airlines put on the 50 pound weight limit, you know, and I know I hate that 50 pound weight limit. I know you hate it. It is a challenge. Trust me. You ought to see Stephen and I pulling out our our scale and like hold, get on, weigh yourself. Who's going to weigh themselves so that you can hold the bag and then weigh yourself? (laughs) And I, you know what? I have a really good, um, luggage uh, weight scale scale. it doesn't it it wasn't super expensive I'll see if I can find one and put it in our shop because that is a really good tip yes that's good that's really Mm -hmm. good because it's you know some people don't own scales you know Mm -hmm. like one of my good friends she does not own a scale which is funny she'll come to the office lock herself in the bathroom at the office (laughs) strip down naked and then weigh herself so she's getting a complete accurate thing and I'm like no, no, no. <laughs> All right. Maybe so, that's her Christmas gift. Right? So I think we should use this as a segue. Let's talk about eating and weight yeah. gain over the holidays. Yeah. Which, by the way, can make you just feel bad, too. When I yes. get kind of bloated, I, I feel like my hands swell a little. I just feel more lethargic. I don't feel good. Not clear-headed. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So 
One of my favorite tips to help getting through the holidays without food under or over consuming me, whichever way it might go. I like to journal what I'm eating. And I know that can sound overwhelming. Like really write down what you're eating. Mm-hmm. There's so many apps out there that you can download. That's true. Mm-hmm. And once you've put a food item in there one time, it remembers what you've had mm-hmm. before. And so it's very easy to like look at your day and, or just have a plan. You know, it'll, it'll ask you questions you know, what your height and your weight and your goals are. And then that, that plan is there. And so it keeps me on track and I can plan accordingly knowing that tonight we're going out to dinner and I'm probably going to have a glass of wine and eat something that's a little more high in calories than I would be eating if I ate at home. So I'm going to make sure that my breakfast and my lunch are on the milder side so that there's more space Mm -hmm. in that you know, if I'm looking at calories and even maybe looking at how many times in one day you eat red meat or dairy or whatever might cause you're drinking. Yes. You know, if you know you're going to have wine that night or a cocktail, make sure you drink plenty of water during the day. Or if you're having to go to a party, which I'm not sure any of that's happening this year, drink water between each cocktail. Mm -hmm. And again, this is all, nothing is off limits necessarily no. it's all about balance balance exactly you know what you do so not. that you don't wake up on january 1st and, and go oh what happened oh, no. no i don't make my journaling about depriving myself right it just helps me make very mindful choices and if i can start that before thanksgiving day then there's not any guilt in Thanksgiving Day. And you make a good point with the apps because they also do a good job of opening your eyes maybe about the caloric intake of some items, even some healthy items. Oh, completely, Mm -hmm. completely, completely. It definitely does that. Um, Also, this is a good time to make sure that you don't skip your regular scheduled exercise. Mm -hmm. If at all possible, Try and keep those appointments, whether they're with yourself or with a trainer or whatever, try and keep those. But now here's the kicker. If that is stressing you out, then give yourself permission to cancel it mm-hmm. and be okay with that. You have to release it if you've decided. Like just like with the it. food, look at the whole week. Look at, yes. If the day before Thanksgiving gets too stressful, just cancel it. Yeah. Then that Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Do something a little extra Mm -hmm. and maybe you do it on your own and you don't meet with your trainer, you know, whatever that is. You know, Dr. Gouda, who we did a podcast with on sleep, even suggested you can make up sleep on the weekends too. If you, I mean, he very much believes in every night, you know, using good techniques to get a good night's sleep, but you can add some extra time on the weekends to balance that out. That was good to hear Mm because I had heard I, I didn't know you could do that. I had thought the opposite. So, so if you good. can do it with sleep, you can do it with exercise, you totally. can do it with your meal planning. Mm-hmm. Really, everything can be yeah. balanced. Yeah, totally. If you just look at the whole thing. Are there any um, kinds of exercise you do or don't recommend? Or like you said, you see a lot more pain during the holidays in the neck and shoulders. So should we maybe be I think we should focusing? be more mindful of our posture. Mm-hmm. When you're walking, standing, walking more, standing in more lines, we're on the computer more because we're buying virtually. Yes. Right. So with all of those things, your posture really needs to become 
a factor in how you're doing those things to help decrease the amount of neck pain and shoulder pain that might be coming on. There is some low back pain that will come during this time of year from people that are maybe standing and traveling more. Mm-hmm. Airplane seats, car seats, those sort of things are not that comfortable, and so it will flare somebody up. Um, if you notice that, that you're that person, bring a little pillow with you to travel with, right? And then you can prop yourself in different ways. So for the lumbar? For or- the lumbar, but sometimes I move the pillow up. If mm-hmm. my neck's starting to hurt, then I'll move the pillow up into that mid-back, and that'll help that. So there's different things you can do, and just stretch your neck. I don't know if I've said that already, but just stretching oh, yeah. your neck anytime you get a chance. It's good. You might not even think your neck is tight until you've stretched it. And that could just be like you know bringing your ear to one shoulder, bring your other ear to the other shoulder, you know, your nose, imagine you're putting it in your front pocket, those sort of, you know, putting your hand and kind of putting your head to one side with your hand, pulling your head over all those little tips of stretching your neck. And that's not too awkward to do waiting in line at the grocery store or sitting in your car driving or even in an airplane, airplane, you know, all Mm. of those that is a very, you know, sometimes my children, if I'm starting to do gyrokinesis in the airport, they do look at me like, can you please stop? I know. Right? I'm remembering one time we were traveling and then had a yoga contest in the yeah. middle of an airport with yeah. another family. Yeah. Like everybody's body hurt. And everybody's it was a long hurts. day of traveling. Yes. Right? So, you know, stretching my neck, I don't get funny stares like mm-hmm. I do if I'm sitting there deep breathing and, you know waving my spine all over the place. <laughs> That's a little more embarrassing for my children. But maybe you doing it will even serve as a reminder to someone else to yeah, take that moment. Definitely. So. I'm not sure my kids want me to take that risk, but <laughs> yeah. And remember that the body scan too. Yeah. That you can sit you, you know can in sit a quiet place and kind of go start with your head and go mm-hmm. down see what is hurting what isn't and you know send address to it yeah take an assessment of yourself send breath to it or then go do some releasing or use a totally a massage gun mm-hmm. or see someone if you need to see someone or bring it up to your trainer. If you have a trainer, they probably have some tips totally for it. So before it gets to the point where it's screaming at you, Mm -hmm. notice those small moments. Another place that that body scan is doable is waiting in line. Mm -hmm. Like I know that we talk about, you know, closing our eyes and kind of feeling what's going on, but I often will do a body scan when I'm in line at the grocery store, if the line is long or, um, as I'm walking, like I'll, I'll, I'll walk for five or 10 minutes before I start my run. And that part is usually by myself. And when I'm walking, I'm kind of doing that body scan and I'm really doing an energetic scan so that I'm energetically more balanced, you know, that I'm equally stepping on both feet. Yeah. You're really good about that. You know, and then I'm creating space in my hip joints and space in my waistline and space in my neck and my throat and just kind of doing that scan with the clear intention to be centered and balanced to work equally. Cause I know that working equally through my body throughout this run that I'm about to do will make it a, a benefit for me versus tear me up or wear me down because it can do that too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then apply that to 
you're sitting on the floor wrapping presents for a few hours or standing in the kitchen cooking or cleaning or take breaks, stretch. If you start to Mm -hmm. feel pain, just be like, Oh, okay. Time, you know, take a break, Mm -hmm. stretch, get some But also think about, think about my weight distributed equally. If not the left side of my body's probably going to start hurting and Mm -hmm. completely just be Mm -hmm. mindful of how you're doing it. Presence is a hard one. You know, I've, I've started to move it to my kitchen table and ban my children to their rooms. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> doing it out on the floor is where most people do it. And I know. It, it's I a do. tough one. Because it's easier you have all that space. Right. You know? So, um, so we've covered our, like, concrete things. We've covered our physical things. But it's our mental state that I think. And emotional. And yeah. our mental and emotional state and our spiritual state is... I feel like the key to all of that other stuff. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Well, and I think like when I hear about stress in the holidays, the thing that jumps out to me is just one, how busy we get and Mm -hmm. how frenetic our time is and Mm -hmm. from thing to thing to thing to thing. And two, the fact that big family gatherings or family gatherings can produce stress in a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. And I feel like, um, I know the last several years, what I've tried to do going into my family gatherings is intentionally try and see love in everybody else that's going to be there, mm-hmm. right? Um, intentionally choosing joy, but that is, I am choosing to see their hearts. I'm choosing to see joy today. I'm choosing to have fun. Mm-hmm. And if I put that into my expectations of the situation, then wow, it drastically changes it. Mm-hmm. You know, it usually makes for a great holiday. And I think that's important is to set that clear intention um, with yourself. And sometimes what helps me if I, you know, have a, sometimes you have a hard time finding love and joy in mm-hmm. some other people that might, you know, that might irritate you or whatever. Then I go back to my gratitude list. Yeah. And if I just start going down that in my brain and just really feeling like joy for my family, for the opportunity we're getting to have and of being together. and Which just- this year illustrates that too. You know, not all of us are going to be able to be with our families and Correct. friends this year for the holidays or maybe not as many or as, as large of a gathering as we're used to. Mm-hmm. And so that might be one of the lessons we're learning is, gosh, it really is nice to be able to just do that yeah. without being restricted right. from whom we can see. Right. I know. I mean, it's a real challenge because um, some jurisdictions have limits. There mm-hmm. are some travel restrictions in some areas. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we need to protect the compromised yeah. People in our families yeah. and friend circles. And so, um, you know, that, that might be another thing to think about is who do you need to reach out to this year? Cause they might be having an even more difficult time Correct. than you are, which just changes your mindset, mm-hmm. you know, from victim to service or, yeah, or I love that negative to service because you're thinking of others. But then when you do have those big gatherings, something that came to my mind, and we've talked a little bit about this, but haven't really um, said it directly, is that even if there's someone in that family group 
right, that you kind of have some tensions with Mm -hmm. or you are concerned about seeing, there's probably a reason you're still going or you want it to work out. And maybe it's for the harmony of the whole family. Or maybe it's because I love my grandmother and it's really important to her for us all to be together. Remember those intentions too. So put that loving reason at the forefront of your mind. Correct. And at least for myself, that always helps me remember as I'm going through dealing with the more stressful situations. But it's about making this other person or group of people feel love and happiness. And in turn, you'll feel love and happiness. You will. You know, it's part of when we Mm -hmm. talked about the law of attraction, you you know, you mirror what's going on. Right. So it's kind of nice to, if you put that out there. And if if that's what you're putting out there, you're doing all you can do. And you'll receive it in return. And if you don't, you've still done all you can do. I mean, because we've all had those situations where we want a more peaceful relationship than the other person does. Right. (laughs) So just realize that everyone has their own stuff they're dealing with too. Mm -hmm. And if the other person isn't meeting you halfway or more than halfway, just know that you're putting your intentions out. Then then you can enter and leave that gathering without regrets, I think, if you approached it with love and held the energy of love while you were there. And if they didn't want to meet that, then you can't do anything about that. You can't change that. But that should right. give you peace for what yes. you did yes. do or bring and to the situation. I think also like when you, with exactly what you said there, you've put out your love and your peace, you only have control over yourself. Exactly. Right? You only mm-hmm. have that control. You might be surprised that even if they didn't want to meet you there, it didn't hurt you as much as it would have any at another time. Right. You know, you mm-hmm. might just be like, all right, that wasn't ready to be where I wanted it to be, but that's okay. And these skills all take practice. Oh, completely. You know, you might, (laughs) the first time you try it, you're still going to have some frustration, you know, (laughs) and that's okay too. But these are almost like muscles you can exercise and strengthen the more you do them. So Mm -hmm. if you've done them before, even if they didn't go perfectly, keep doing it. If you haven't done it before, give it a try. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So another little mental trick I do during this time, because I feel like my to-do list is bigger, which when that happens to me, that's, that's a huge trigger for me. I get stressed out and overwhelmed and start Mm -hmm. to, you know, in my head, think of, ah, I have this and this and this and this. Right. And that's that Mm -hmm. old voice telling me those things. Um, but I know that when I get like this, I really need some alone time. I don't get Mm -hmm. a lot of alone time, right? Because you know, at core, there's a bunch of people that work there at home. I have children and a husband and two dogs. And I list those dogs because sometimes they're more demanding than everybody else in the house. Thank you, Reese. (laughs) But, um, you know, when I realize that, oh my goodness, I'm about to blow, I'm not getting my alone time and I have to get this done. And I, in my mind, allotted this time, I'll put headphones in. Oh, that's a good. And typically I'll put on classical music because that works for me, Mm -hmm. the classical music, because there's no words. I can hear it only. I don't hear the dog snoring or my husband talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or sometimes if I'm like out and about, 
and I don't want to be talked to like maybe the neighbors and I'm going for a walk, I'll put the headphones in and not turn them on so that I can hear the birds and everything like that. But people mm. won't stop and talk to you if you have headphones in. Right. So it's just a good little... I do that when I take a walk in the neighborhood sometimes too. Yeah, I'm usually boundary. listening to a podcast, but yeah, yeah, I also like that it gives me that boundary because it's a physical boundary. It's a physical you're, boundary. You're seeking an emotional boundary, but you're using a physical device to do it. This is kind of related, but kind of unrelated. I've never actually talked about this on one of the podcasts before, but you know, I have a tool that I've used for, I can't even count how many years now, five, six years. And it's a recording and it's by Dr. Jeffrey Thompson. And you can look him up. He does like um, bioral beats and brainwave entrainment. And the one I like, it has I don't even remember what the exact name is. You can find it on iTunes, but it's uh, the ultimate nap or something like that. But there's a 10 minute, a 20 minute, and a 30 minute version. So a 10 minute nap, a 20 minute nap, and a 30 minute nap. And I use those on a regular basis. There were years where it was almost daily. I probably don't do that that as much anymore. But sometimes, even if I just have an intense mental load, Uh you know, I call it a napitation. Are you really napping or can you right. do it and go for a walk? No, you, no, you need to be nap. laying okay. down. Yeah, because it will put you into a delta okay. brainwave state, mm-hmm. um, at least in the 30-minute version. I will find myself snoring in the 30-minute version. It's amazing, but then it really? brings you out of it at the end of it. And some days I don't fall asleep. Some days I do. That's why I call it a napitation. So does it bring you out of it? It's like, like a half like- nap, half meditation. It does bring you out of it because it's brainwave entrainment. Uh-huh. And so it takes you in deep into that Delta state and then brings you back into more of an alpha or a beta state at the end of it. And it really, I, I find my whole body relaxes, which that's another tip when I'm um, let's say working in the kitchen or at my desk or something like that. And my back starts to hurt. For me, lying flat for 20 or 30 minutes in the middle of the day really helps Helps my back to lie completely flat. So when I do this, I usually put on headphones, listen to it on headphones. So I'm getting the left and right, you know, beats in the ear, the way it was designed. Um, I lie completely flat. So I'm resting my back and my body completely during that time. And I mean, gosh, it is just such a great tip. For myself. Yeah. I need to try that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I, I really can't say enough about it. And I uh-huh. don't remember how I found it um, or when, but I'm a napper anyway. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. oh, 30 minute nap. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, just sort of like, holy cow, this just really, it, it just helps. does it mm-hmm, oh, that's for awesome. me. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I think that 20 or 30 minutes in the middle of the day can be a really, really big, um, balanced injecting that into craziness whether the craziness is overscheduled or your body's feeling overstressed that day or your emotions are feeling overstressed that day and like you said i just need to get i just need alone Mm -hmm. yeah definitely also this is another funny one that i'll do is um so say i'm in that state and no one can see me but i might just be sitting at my desk by myself smile Oh, that's a nice one. If you smile, watch how you might feel goofy. (laughs) It changes. Even if you feel goofy, it makes you laugh, you know, or smile in your car right before you get out to go and just see how that changes it. It's an emotional, yes, it's a physical thing that you're doing, but it changes your emotions to be smiling, Mm -hmm. you know, 
And um, I like to smile at other people because I feel that, you know, it's just, it's a, and no one can see us smiling anymore, I guess, because we're wearing mm. masks, but. It's a weird phenomenon. It but, is yeah. odd, but via Zoom, we can smile. Mm-hmm. It is weird to think of that. I think you can see someone smile with their eyes, though. I've noticed mm-hmm. that. Like, I'm like, huh, she probably didn't see me smiling at her. <laughs> you know, when it's someone that you kind of know, but you don't really know. Like, so you would normally kind of just smile like, hi, yeah, mm-hmm. acquaintance, you know. So I'm like, does she know I'm smiling? <laughs> too, there's too much Botox, I can't tell. <laughs> That's terrible. But I'm like, okay, got to keep some movement in those eyes, right? <laughs> but I think that kind of helps change the mood, change the energy around you and whoever you're smiling at, mm-hmm. you know? Do you have any other pointers that you think people could? I think the biggest takeaway that I'd like to give people, we do over and over, is just remember you're empowered. You're in control. You can affect the way your circumstances are unfolding. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These are just some different ideas or strategies or tools, but it's Mm -hmm. really about not feeling that, you know, that tsunami wave come over you, but staying afloat on top of the water right. when you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. You're in control all as well mm-hmm. and enjoy the holidays. Yeah. It kind of goes back to it. I like, be in the present moment. Be present. I, I've probably said this a couple of times is when I open the door or my kids open the door to get out of the car in the morning to go to school. I always go choose joy. <laughs> so maybe that's it over the holidays. Choose joy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the right time. It's mm-hmm. the right time. So I think that's good. Hopefully this helps everybody and um, you can use some of these tips. If you have anything else that you think is awesome and you want to share it with the group, then please write it in the comments. Everybody loves any sort of pointers that we can get over the holidays. But um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening to the In Vibe Life podcast. For more information and to join our community, be sure and check out our website at www.invibelife.com. We look forward to sharing with you.